You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We are live from Therapy Solutions in Dickinson, North Dakota. That's in the Diocese of Bismarck on the Western Edge. I'm Mike Kitrowski. I'm here with my co-host, Doug Jillick. We're at Therapy Solutions, and uh, we've talked... uh, uh, Jared into staying a few more minutes because during the break he was talking more about his uh, 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 conversion story into the Catholic Church and it was so good that we wanted him to stay. <laughs> thank you for thank you for your flexibility. But first of all, uh, uh, a shout out to the veterans, Doug, uh, on this Veterans Day. Uh, you, you know, uh, I have some family members that have served in the military. My father in World War II, my father-in-law Bob. In the Korean War, they were both uh, passed on now. Uh, Big Brother Bob in the Vietnam era. And uh, I have a goddaughter, Lindsay, uh, serving right now in the Air Force. So, uh, uh, Doug, uh, and you uh, also, have, I a also bro- have a brother in, uh-huh. in the Army, and I think he's soon to retire here. And uh-huh. you know, we talked a little bit about this yesterday, and, and oftentimes, you know, uh, we mentioned that as a junior high coach, and we stand before games and the varsity games and uh, any type of varsity game or athletic venue that we do the um, the flag and we stand before the flag mm-hmm. and we listen to the national anthem. And it's when you really think about that, it becomes real how people really do give up their lives for us and for the truth and fight for freedom. And when you think of that, you really think of that's what Jesus did. And they come, so our veterans come very, very close, as close can be with what Jesus did for giving up mm-hmm. their lives for others. And not only that, but also the parents and brothers and sisters of these veterans giving up their lives, not mm-hmm. talking them out. Uh, we talked about being led by God in business and stuff. These people are, are these veterans and involved in these services, uh, both male and female, are led, led by God to give up their lives for our country. So thank you. Thank you for that. Yes, thank you, veterans. And so uh, uh, we'll get back to uh, our interview here with uh, Jared and Brenda Erie. Uh, Jared, you uh, started to tell us your uh, conversion story of joining the Catholic Church, uh, you know, like 12 years into your marriage. And uh, that kind of corresponded with your... Uh, well, you tell that story. It was just great. Uh, you joined the Catholic Church... Then you started feeling this call. There's something more that I'm called to do. Can you tell us about that? True, Mike. I, 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 it's just it's hard. It's hard to describe. And and I think during break we we used the word something was tugging at me. Yes. Uh, and and I and I, something pulls. Gets you get pulled uh, ever so slightly in different different directions. Uh, and this happens throughout throughout life. But at that particular moment in time for me. Um, you know, it was after that that conversion, and it was after the fact that um, you know I, I needed to make a, a change, and I started doing that. And the, and a big part of that was, of course, the the, the day that I uh, converted to um, Catholicism. Uh, but moving forward to that point where we talked about earlier, 
there were there was a year of, of uncertainty mm. and not knowing and uh, and for me to just blurt out one day, hey, I don't know what I'm going to be doing, but it's something different. Uh, I didn't know what that was, and I truly, I truly didn't. I didn't know if I was going to be, uh, you know, uh, in a whole different direction as a profession. I, I just, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And so it was fantastic to, uh, to look back on those moments in time where you think, what, what, what drew you this way? At the moment, you don't know. Yeah. Uh, you just don't. And you look back on it, yeah. and you think, oh, huh. Yeah. Big big lights just flashing, like, come this way, come this way. And uh, it, it, so that's what I did, not knowing that's what I did. That's where I think we talk about our leap of faith and having the trust in the Lord that um, just stay true to who you are and and um, and, mm-hmm. and good things will happen to you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's our, our deal. Um, and in fact, this morning, talking about... Okay. Um, this morning, talking about uh, uh, you know, I do a daily devotion, and it just so Beautiful. happens. Yeah, uh, there. I just read it this morning, so I wrote it down. Act so I wouldn't forget to say exactly what it said. But it was by a gentleman by the name of William Booth, and it, it basically said, uh, he basically said, "Pray as if everything depended on your prayer," and I think that sums up um, what what we what I do, and I and Brenda and I would just that's just. A lot of times we don't know, and so you need to pray about it and pray as if you truly, good or bad in what you think the direction it's going to take, sometimes it's like, why, really? That's the way you want me to go? Um, follow those those tugs, those, those pulls. Those, those the, whispers. Those whispers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Um, well, Brenda, in this, uh, in this process, uh, in this point in your marriage, um, where were you at with with this uh, with, with his call to be uh, of conversion? Uh, where was your heart in, in in all this? I was just I was happy. I Indeed. was um, I something I never really pressed him to do. Right. Right. And so, yeah, when he came to me and said he was interested in becoming Catholic, he went to church with us and 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 also really nervous. But uh, I was telling Doug yesterday we were talking about this. An excited nervous when he's like, I'm going to quit my job. I'm like, what? <laughs> but I also knew, like, I I know you have to. There's something telling me you have to. Like, there's something else more. <laughs> and as I was saying at break, he would do that not just with work, but he's like, God, I'm being pulled to lead this group, or I'm being pulled to do this. or And it was an exciting, nervous time. But having that trust that um, it would all work out. Mm -hmm. So it was good. Wonderful story. Go ahead, Doug. One thing I've been hearing between you two is how big prayer has been. And one thing we know about prayer, the more you pray, the more you understand God's voice. And so that tugging, you knew that meant something. Okay, When you have excited nervousness, Mm -hmm. you know this is something that you should pay attention to. Yeah. But because of prayer... You you know that voice. You don't shy away from it, or you get don't get scared of it. You mm-hmm. follow it. So mm-hmm. that's what prayer does. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for sharing that story. Uh, what a great story. And uh, uh, Brenda, let's uh, let's turn to you and your okay. your uh, role here at Therapy, Therapy Solutions, um, which is a faith based uh, uh, business. Um, well, let's just start with that. What is can we start with that question? What is faith-based therapy? Well, 
at Therapy Solutions, what it is, is um, when we open this place, and I was at another place doing therapy, you couldn't talk about God, you couldn't bring God into it. So when we opened this place, I just said to Jared, like, I really want to just allow people to bring their faith into this because as Christian Catholics, we believe in the whole mind, body, soul. Is It's not just, if I go and just work on the mind, um, yeah, they might get better for a while, but really it's the mind, body, soul. And so that's to us at Therapy Solutions what faith-based therapy is. Mm -hmm. Just whether we're talking about the faith or whether our therapists just all know that, that's the foundation of their belief about people and what they do. So mm -hmm. that's what it is to us. Now, and of course, there, there are people who have the options if they would want faith-based and also they would want the regular therapy, correct? You call it that. Right, yep. We don't push anything on anyone. You know, okay. I'm not going to say you're doing faith-based and you're hearing about this. Or, um, you know, we, we're licensed professional counselors, licensed profession, professional clinical social workers, and so we do all our teaching, and then we just offer. You know, if you want to bring your faith into this, um, if you want to pray before session, if you want to pray after session, there's just a lot of options. It, it, there's no, like, this is faith-based. This is exactly what we do, and here's the book. Because some people... They don't want faith-based, but they probably don't know. They're kind of getting it. And what I mean by that is all the therapists here view the person as mind, body, and soul and view the person through the eyes of Christ and his ways, not the secular ways of the world. Um, the secular ways of the world might be saying, um, just do it if it feels good, or if you're not yeah. happy, leave. Or yeah. Yeah. it's a really self um, make yourself happy. That's You're not happy? Be happy. Here, I'll teach you how to. And we're not like that here. I mean, we want people to be happy. God Indeed. wants people to be filled with joy and be happy. But to be patient and to use discernment and to ponder and just to embrace your sufferings and kind of look at that, that's what we're all about here. That's what's different than regular therapy. When uh, when a, a patient comes to you for for help and uh, the patient, yeah, please, please uh, help me with uh, the faith component here. Um, with any conversion type of uh, uh, situation, um, you have to meet them where they're at. Yes, you have to meet them. Well, yeah, in, in the in the medical field, you meet them yeah. where they're at, and you just kind of nurture them along. Mm -hmm. uh, can you? Uh, kind of help us paint, paint that picture, how how that happens in your practice? You know, and I do want to clarify that if, if they want like a spiritual direction or if they want to talk to their priest or their pastor about their faith, I'm, I pretty much know my boundaries about when to refer to that. Um, a lot of them do talk about their faith and sometimes they're angry with God because they had a miscarriage or they're angry with God because they... Um, have been praying for something and it hasn't come true and so we do talk about that but I do want to just say I don't um, I do know my boundaries and when to refer to um, yeah. priests, pastors, that kind of thing uh -huh. so um, 
I forgot your question because I was going to... Well, yeah, it, it's just meeting where meeting your patients where they're oh, at. Oh, yeah. Help me, with, yeah. help me with this faith concept, Brenda. Where, where, where should I go with this? And, and so you kind of you lead them through uh, that process to a point where, you know, I think you, you might be good to visit with a priest, to visit with your pastor on this. Yeah, it's it's really... It's, it's hard to explain because it's just... It's such a slow um, process of them growing in their faith. Like, it's not where they come one day and say, let's talk about my faith. It, we could not talk about faith for three sessions. But like I said earlier, they're getting faith-based because our foundation is our views, our Christian values are you treat people with respect, you turn the other cheek, you, you know, um, you have meekness, you don't get that vengeance and you know so it's not really tangible i guess the right, word is right right oh. so sometimes it's funny because they say they don't want faith-based and then by the fifth sixth <laughs> session you you say you hear them saying yeah, stuff yeah. like yeah i'm i think i might go back to church or i think uh -huh. i might talk to my pastor i was confused about this Beautiful. and Beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, why don't you do that? Or... Okay. Well, folks, we have to take a break. Uh, we'll be back more with uh, Brenda Erie and her role here at Therapy Solutions. Uh, Jared, a second goodbye to you. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you for extending your, your interview and, and talking about that beautiful, beautiful uh, conversion story. Uh, welcome to the Catholic Church. Uh, God bless you. And uh, folks, we'll be right back. Uh, don't go away. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, the Executive Director of Riverview Place in Fargo. The blessing of our foundation built on faith and our sense of fellowship strengthens our sense of safety, security, and community. This is what the region has come to rely on at Riverview Place for the past 35 years. We'd love to have you join us. Call 701-237-4700 to set up a tour today or check us out at homeishere.org. I started listening to Real Presence Radio within a couple of years after it started. But I, I remember hearing a voice of a priest give a homily one day on the radio, and I thought, you know, this is an awesome fellow. I, he had a real gravelly voice, and I liked the way he presented our Catholic theology. Learned later this was Father Mitch Pacwa. Great man, I, and I enjoy listening to him. And it isn't so much learning truths about our faith with respect to apologetics, but it's also important to learn the spirituality and understand that this is all about being in a relationship with Jesus Christ and with the Blessed Trinity. That's what's happened over the years. The more I have a chance to listen to Real Presence Radio and learn not just truths about our faith, but the importance of the relationship and that Jesus Christ really did come for all of us, me included, to be able to strengthen that relationship. It isn't always easy. It's, it's the most important thing of my life, however. 
The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street in the new Diocesan Building or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Yes, a blessed uh, good morning to uh, our listeners. Thank you for joining us on Real Presence Live. Uh, We are broadcasting from Therapy Solutions in Dickinson, North Dakota. That's in the Diocese of Bismarck. And my name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with co-host Doug Jillick. And we're visiting uh, this hour with uh, Brenda and Jared Erie, the owners of uh, Therapy Solutions, talking about their faith-based business here in Dickinson. And uh, what a great interview. Uh, Thank you for having uh, the courage here, Brenda and uh, uh, and Jared, uh, for uh, uh, telling that that faith story. Thank you very much. And uh, uh, Doug... uh, you and Brenda were carrying on a conversation that was very intriguing to me about uh, uh, the concept of meeting your patients where they're at and nurturing nurturing them to the next step. Yes, thanks, Mike. Um, yeah, we were t- Brenda and I talk, and one of the stories that my son told me, he was a, at a confirmation group, and Father Michael Schmitz talked about spiritual life of people, and when you meet people, it's almost like a map. If someone would call you up and say, I'm lost, where am I? And so what's our first question back to him? We go, well, describe to me where you're at. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't describe me where you're at, I don't know where to go to. It, you cannot, I could not be telling him, well, just, just go north without knowing where they're at. So it's a big question finding out. So Brenda, I'm going to, that, that's something you and I talked about, and you said, yeah, that's a lot like what we do in a counseling session. So I'll let you take it from there. Well, and it is, yeah. We were just talking about, you do. I always tell my clients that um, therapy is like a marathon. It's not a sprint. So mm. clients are always coming in and they want, they want to cross the finish line, and they get frustrated with themselves for not crossing the finish line. But I want my husband to quit yelling at me. I want, and like you said, it's you start where they're at. Yeah, but what is your reality? Where are you at? Well, I'm at this point. Okay, let's start there. And it is just slowly each session peeling back those layers and going to mile marker one. Sometimes I even say that in session. I'll tell clients they'll kind of lose focus um, of the journey and they'll go right to this is what I want make me feel better and I'll just kind of bring them back to where they're at their reality like okay but you're only at mile marker six we're not at 26 yet like this is going to take time and just giving them that um, Mm -hmm. giving them that direction yeah and and uh, oftentimes Brenda uh, your patients want a giant leap forward. Yeah. Make me feel better. Yeah. But really the reality, it's oftentimes baby steps. Yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. And I was telling Doug too, um, you know, when they come here, of course I hope all our therapists can help 
all the clients achieve their goals. But um, I was telling him, maybe she's listening, Eva Rohr, she was my supervisor. And when I was a young therapist, I was doing everything on my own. I wasn't consulting God. I was, you know, thought, thinking I was pretty powerful and trying to fix these families. And, and I'd go to her and I'd be like, oh, I just had a session and nothing's changing and it's still the same. And she would just look at me like, oh my goodness, when's she going to get it? And she'd be like, Brenda, you're not that powerful. And I'd be like, and it made me realize that sometimes we're, we're just following the client on their journey. We're not, maybe I take them to mile marker six and then they go talk to a priest and they take them to mile marker. Maybe I'm just part of their journey. Maybe I'm not the end result. And I have to keep that in mind, that I'm not that powerful and being open to God's plan and knowing that, okay, my plan, the client's plan might not be the same as God's plan. Like I just have to be, and you really have to pray for that every day or you get ahead of yourself. Um, just We're just a stepping stone in their journey. And if they reach their goals through counseling, great. And if not, I'm not so worked up about it anymore. I just have faith that, okay, they're going somewhere else now. You know, God's taking them somewhere else. So that's fine too. And I know that uh, we discussed with Brenda that, you know, as brothers and sisters of Christ, our end and goal or end of our journey or destiny is is heaven. Mm-hmm. And it's many ways you can get to heaven yeah. according to God's will. Just like if you take that map analogy again, if we're going to Fargo, you can take a lot of roads to there. But as long as you're going that direction, mm-hmm. that's the most important thing. And that's what uh, Brendan and I talk about. And that's even with that therapy side of physical therapy and occupational therapy, is that as long as we're moving forward, that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's what it's all about in that sense. Um, well, Brenda, uh, gee, again, thank you for having the courage to tell that story. So you had your, in your start of your practice to where you are now, you kind of had a, a conversion. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, ah, oh, I, I, I can't get the, I can't get to where I want to. Yeah. And uh, so it was all on you. It was all oh, on yeah. you. And I'm failing. You probably had, mm-hmm. oh, I've failed here. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving the patient what they need. And all of a sudden you say, well, sometimes, at some point, I, I'm human. I yeah. can only take it so far. And then Acceptance. God, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, and just, yeah, I think as a new therapist, you just think you're going to save the world. And then counseling actually became, I, I don't know if the word's easier, but maybe more peaceful once you accept that, oh, I'm not in control. And I'm working with God, and He loves this person. And he'll guide me and he'll nudge me like he nudged Jared, said I had this nudge. or mm-hmm. And sometimes, I, well, most of the time I pray for that, like, tell me when to be silent. Help me, give me the wisdom to know what to say. I told Doug, I don't know if I'm going to quote it right, but um, help me be a pencil in your hand. I think that's Mother Teresa, and I think that's what she said, but that's something I like to say a lot. Like, it's all glory and honor goes to him, not me. Mm-hmm. So, whereas before... <laughs> when I was a young counselor in the secular world, it was all me, yeah. and I've I've learned a lot. Yeah. So. So what a what a peaceful uh, uh, what a what a uh, a feeling of freedom mm-hmm. um, when uh, you you got to that point. So uh, yeah, what a beautiful what a beautiful story you just mm-hmm. told about uh, uh, you, you know uh, it's 
you know, I can't do it all. Mm -mm. I can't do it all, God. You're, you're going to have to help me. And what a what a freeing, uh, peaceful surrender. Uh, yeah, indeed. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, any final thoughts uh, or words uh, for those listening that might be struggling in their in their uh, uh, health situation? Any any final thoughts or words, Brenda? I just want people to know, like, if they're seeking therapy and they and they're looking to the secular world and they're looking to self help books and they're trying to get their happiness through things that, you know, there is so much hope out there. And that's, I love when clients come and I don't love that they're in despair, but when they're in despair, I just, I see so much hope when they're talking that I don't feel their despair. I'm like, oh, but I can't wait until we start peeling those layers back and moving forward and getting them on the right path. I don't know where they'll go, but mm -hmm. hope, hope is the thing I want people to know. There's always hope. So mm -hmm. when I asked Brenda about how she does some things in her therapy session, she told me that section. She said she'll listen to where they're at, find mm -hmm. they're at, and then she's so excited to come around and say, "Okay, now let me tell you about mm -hmm. this." You know, and I I said to thinking that is such a wonderful way to to convince the other person that no, we're going to get you through this, mm -hmm. okay? And there's hope, and it's and I used to think that don't ever give up on hope. Uh, don't ever give up hope, but it's different when you say don't give her up, give up on hope because that's on Jesus. Then that's solid, that's true, and we've we've talked about it. That uh, there's a line that we hear often, and, and especially in the faith-based therapy sessions that we talk about, it is not about not it's not about something. It is someone yeah. that's about, and that that's that's Jesus. You know? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, well, gee, this has been a great uh, session, uh, Brenda. Thank you very much for jo uh, joining us. Uh, uh, Jared, thank you very much for staying with us through this. Uh, <laughs> we were thinking that Jared had to take off, but his schedule did allow him to uh, to stay with us. And, and, and Gerald, any, any, as you listen to your beautiful wife uh, talk about her practice, and uh, any, any final thoughts? I was looking forward to you uh, exiting me the third time out of the out of the interview, but um, <laughs> yeah. I just keep lingering around, don't I? I'm like a no, I'm like a fly on a wall. I can't we're, we're can't glad, quite reach. We're glad that you stayed. <laughs> I motion him to leave. <laughs> Second, okay. Thank no. you for having us. Uh, yeah, I, I, we sure uh, appreciate all, all you guys do. Yeah, and, uh, definitely. Your station is fantastic, and it, it's always on our radio. Well, thank and, you. Oh, uh, good. We listen to thank it religiously thank and, you, and, you very and we much. get a lot of positive thank you very much folks uh, up next ladies and gentlemen we have to take a break but up next dr stacy trasantos who's be who's become a very good friend of ours to discuss her new book release behold it is i a scientist take on the eucharist stay with us mm -hmm.